I'm Jen Taylor Skinner. This is Wagatwe Wanjuki. And this is Black Women 2020, your one-stop shop for 2020 election coverage from the perspective of Black women. On this episode of Black Women 2020, we're going to discuss Bernie Sanders. And at the time of this recording, Bernie Sanders was in the hospital, but it hadn't been revealed yet that he had a heart attack. We also discuss age. Should there be age restrictions on a candidate running for office? Additionally, we discuss whether the political campaign process is ableist or not. Age isn't really the only factor to consider. So here we go. So we'll go to way. So I want to talk about Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders, of course, has been in my thoughts. He's been in everyone's thoughts. And, you know, he had some heart trouble. And I want to talk about that in relation to, you know, a candidate's health generally and to age. You know, he um, had some chest pain. And, you know, I think it's the medical term is angina. And I have some relatives who've had angina, you know, and it's it's no laughing matter. Right. So, you know, he is off the campaign trail for a while because he had um, heart surgery. So I think he was like doing a campaign event. He had some chest pains was taken to the hospital. It's angina. He had heart surgery. They put two stents in an artery. And from what I understand, it takes a few days to recover from that, meaning you can go back home, you, mm. you know, not fully recover, but you can go back mm. home. And um, yeah. And so the controversy is, you know, and I, and I wish him well. I hope he gets well soon. But the controversy is how much pressure should be put on him to be back on the trail, if any. Like personally, like if he were my you know relative or whatever, I would say, you know, rest. You're not going anywhere mm-hmm. for the next year. But, you know, there's a lot of pressure on the campaign. Right. And people are being critical because his campaign is not being very transparent about what's going on. Like no one knows at this moment. I think I'm I think still at this moment no one knows whether he actually had a heart attack or not. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing people ask about that a lot on Twitter. It's like, "Hmm, this is kind of weird and like was it a heart attack?" and it makes you think about how it kind of makes you think a little bit like with Hillary, how they kind of it, like, you know, health can become like this big thing, this big conversation that can be like a, a liability. Right. You know, criticizing someone for their age versus their performance. Right. Because no one would criticize Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Right. No one would criticize her because she's sharp as attack. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but people age differently. And it is a factor, especially given that isn't it a requirement that they have to have a medical check once they're actually in office? And release that publicly? Is it a requirement? I know that they have to get a checkup, or at least it's a norm. Yeah, because remember when Trump had one and then, like, <laughs> it was questionable because, uh, I don't know. Because yeah. it's Trump. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because it's Trump, but just because it was just obviously, you know, the weight didn't mm-hmm. seem right, the height, didn't, like, nothing seemed right about that. Even the language is like, I've never seen a specimen so much. <laughs> you know, it was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So, so Sandra, so what do you think, in your opinion, is the campaign obligated to release details of Sanders, you know, health condition. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's such a tricky line, right? Because it's like something tied back to, and we talked a little bit about like ableism in terms of campaigns, right? And expectations, like whether it's like stand on stage under bright lights in front of people being on edge for four hours, uh, debating 10 other people. Um, So like, you know, being on the campaign trail is no joke. I feel like at any age, it would be exhausting for someone. But 
I don't know. There has to be a line. Like you also want to, you know, you have to be transparent, right? Like as a leader, it's good to have some transparency, but also there's the, the nuance of just because you're a public figure doesn't mean that you give away all rights of privacy. That's true, right? They, that's true. But you are there to lead and to serve the public for four to eight years. So uh, there's a different expectation around how much transparency you'd have if you were a private citizen. Is that not fair? Yeah, I mean, that's why I say it's good to have some transparency, but like, I don't know if we need to know everything. So just thinking about like what Sanders camp did, right? It's not like they were totally like there was a mysterious illness or like he's having a surgery. Like they were, you know, they gave some details are pretty straight, not straightforward, but, you know, they they weren't totally opaque, I guess, about what was going on. No, they weren't totally opaque. Yeah. But the <laughs> thing is, is that what we're talking about, there's a very clear there's a very clear reason as to why one would want to know, was it simply angina or was it actually a heart attack? Because a heart attack has a different emotional weight with people. Right. Than just just saying, oh, he had some heart problems. Right. right yeah. So that's what people are saying. Was it a heart attack? And I think that that opaqueness is intentional because I'm, I'm assuming I don't know if it's intentional, but because if he did actually have a heart attack, I would imagine they wouldn't want to release that, given that he's been criticized so often about his age. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, that's the thing with politicians and people who are pursuing power, like they have incentive to lie and to mislead. And I think that's just something that even if the expectations were like, you have to tell everything, people will still lie. Like, you know, like we know right now, especially like people will enable and cover up. And so part of it is like, I think maybe in terms of following politics, it's good for us to exercise um, taking a grain of salt with everything and like still acknowledging the context of this information that like we're never going to know the full picture. And like, I think it was really a good point what you said when someone says heart attack, right? Yeah, it does conjure just a, a different emotion. It does seem a lot more serious, right? The word attack is in it. Um, <laughs> so it's just, and I feel like the way that, you know, they can't, Sanders camp did it, like the way they talk about it is a lot more like, it felt more clinical, right? So yeah. it, ha it felt very devoid of emotion. And I think it also probably feels out of place, especially with the Sanders camp, because like devoid of emotion or passion is like the last thing I would probably describe him and his people. Yeah, but I, I don't know. But I think that generally it's bad for this is not good for the Democratic Party because so many of the front runners are septuagenarians. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Sanders is 78. Biden is 76. Now, here's what I did not realize because I don't really pay attention. I, it's not like I Google Trump's age all the time, mm -hmm. but he's younger than both of them. He's 73. So I can understand why these campaigns would not want to make very much of, you know, age or a heart attack or anything like that. Because, you know, if we're going to dismiss people based on that, people are saying Trump's not, you know, I mean, despite the fact that he's just not a good person, he's a terrible racist person. Aside from the fact there are some things coming up with his mental capacity that are at question. Right. And whenever that happens and you're in your 70s, people relate that to age. Where I mean, he could have been like this when he was in his 50s, I'm sure, right. like not being able to put you know sentences together. But, you know, so we've got Sanders at 78, Biden at 76, Trump is 73 and Warren is 70. 
right? These are the biggest players in politics right now, right? Like biggest players in, in terms of on the Democratic side, um, Sanders, Biden and Warren are all in their 70s. They're the only candidates that are in their 70s, I think. I'm not sure how old Marianne Williamson is, but I think she's a, not a factor. At least, yeah, thank goodness. So, I think <laughs> so, she's at so, least yeah. 60. Yeah, she, yeah, she is in her 60s, but I don't know how close she is to 70. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sanders, Biden and Warren, they're all in their 70s. And if if people, you know, when, when we have this infighting on the left, if they're going to make a case around age, then they have to make it for everyone. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, is that fair? Yeah, I think so. And, 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 and the fact is, like, people age differently. So maybe it's good to avoid making, like, age alone a factor. Right. So I'm just really torn because obviously, you don't have angina when you're 45, right? Like you generally, like, I mean, just statistically, I don't think that there's any stats that says that, you know, on average, people have angina or heart attacks in their, you know, 40s or whatever. And we've got, um, I don't know how old Cory Booker is, um, or I know Beto's in his 40s, right? Um, wow. And Booty Judge is, I think, the youngest, and Kamala yeah. Harris is, you know, 54 or 53, right? But I mean, so. You can make an assumption that that won't be an issue, right? But um, for the rest of them, you know, you then you have to question. These things are typically factors in the health of people who are over 65 or who are over 70. Another thing I think about is like, is it really about age or is it really about like part of it is access to good healthcare and like in food and like a less traumatic life because like I'm just thinking right about racial disparities and thinking about what's his face the Koch brother right who recently died he had cancer the entire time I've been alive right like I didn't even know that dude lived 30 something years with cancer why because he's rich AF you know and so thinking about like access to resources also you know how they say that like it's not that you get more conservative as you age is that like the conservatives are tend to be rich and they live longer so the poor people who are not as who are more liberal don't live as long and so i think there's always there's always just like different things that are at play so i always think it's like you know yes age clearly has an impact on health but it's also just so hard as us as like people watching from the outside with only such a sliver of information like how much I don't know, how much can we assess as lay people? You know, I think part of it is also like maybe with age, how it affects me, sort of like if someone's older, yeah, and there's a health issue, yeah, I guess there's more fear of someone dying sooner than you'd want. I'm going to think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg as one of those examples. So, yeah, I mean, that's just that 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 factor of like the fact that like as you get older, you're getting closer to your demise. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that factor that you can't avoid. Mm-hmm. Right. The the other issue that we I just want to talk briefly about is our politics or is politics generally ableist. Right. And yeah. I think we can clearly say yes, <laughs> because let's say you take somebody who is 40 or 35 and they have MS. Right. They mm-hmm. have health risks that someone who doesn't have that might have. But should they not run for the presidency? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think about that a lot during those conversations about health. Like, How would people handle a disabled person running for president? Would that be something that's held against them? And like, are we are we perpetuating standards or expectations that are excluding a very underrepresented 
population. Right. And then the the last factor is their mental capacity, right? Because, I mean, I hate to say this, but so there's the gun violence forum or the gun safety forum, rather, Mm -hmm. that was in Las Vegas a few days ago. And I watched the whole thing, live tweeted the whole thing from Black Women 2020 um, Twitter feed, which was really hard, by the way. I didn't didn't realize when I started doing that, it was going to be an entire day. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I'm going to live tweet this. It'll be really fun. Six hours later. <laughs> anyway, um, I I have to say this and it's and it's it's hard for me to say this now. Now, Biden is not at the top of my list personally at this moment, um, <laughs> but I, it, you know, watching him in contrast, because I think he was followed by Beto mm-hmm. at the forum, just mm-hmm. trying to piece together a cohesive idea around gun reform policy. It was really hard for him to stay on track. And he kept saying, oh, I've been talking about that too long. I mean, he said that about three or four times, like, oh, okay, I'm just going on and on about it. And he was, he he was rambling at times. And he, then he kind of was aware that he was rambling, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and then I'm thinking like, and you know that I hate agentism. So I'm thinking, well, I ramble sometimes, but then, <laughs> But you're not running but for I president. Know. <laughs> I know, but I'm also not 76. So, you know, I don't know. It's so hard. Yeah. You know, I think part of it is like, I don't think. So the thing is, like, I don't hold it against Biden that he's older. I hold it against him if he's he hasn't adjusted to that in a way where it's like, you know, dude, yeah, you've been doing this a long time, but this just means you got to do extra hours of work. He could overcome those things if he practiced. And so at a certain aspect, it's like, yeah, he's older. And like, yeah, your body and your mind changes as you age. Like that's, that's just a fact of life. And so bro, like fucking prepare. I don't know. because <laughs> You know, at a certain point, it's like, you're like, I can just imagine him just like refusing to do it. Cause he's so stubborn and he's just like very into himself. So I can totally imagine refusing to or thinking that like he doesn't need to do that extra work and like oh well the last time I ran like blah blah blah, blah. like and how long ago was that like almost a decade ago so I can imagine yeah. him just like to go I'm just do it the same way no bro like a lot has changed <laughs> yeah but see this is where I think we need to bring a doctor in here because <laughs> mm-hmm. because how much of that is physiological and how much of that is genetic right because Sanders doesn't doesn't ramble I he mean, never rambles, <laughs> does he? And Warren doesn't ramble, and and neither does Clinton. Well, well Trump does. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> but also, right? But like, I see them more disciplined, right? Sanders, like people like to make fun of Sanders, like, oh, he's been saying the same stuff, but like he's practice, like he knows what he's gonna say. Maybe that's why he doesn't ramble because he knows what he's saying and he prepares and he's practiced this for a really long time. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you know, get well, um, Bernie Sanders. Um, Good luck. Kinda, I, do I miss, you know, I kind of miss, miss the guy. Yeah, you do. I don't. I don't miss anyone. I don't, I'm just like, I don't know. I think I've been on Twitter too much. Like everyone just is like turning me off from everyone. Like I'm just so thankful for this podcast to like talk about it in a reasonable medium. But like, I just, I, just, I block stands. If I see someone standing, someone, if your account is like dedicated to the Yang, gang or whomever Sanders Warren I don't care I am blocking you because I just don't like it's just like it's so annoying (laughs) did you block me no (laughs) you know what I mean though I'm just joking yeah Yeah. (laughs) 